welcome everyone to our next episode of Beyond Books, the podcast brought to you by the Novi Library. Uh, my name is Sarah, and with me we have... I'm David. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to be talking about own voices. Katie will be answering all of our questions that we have for that. But before we get started on that, check our website, novilibrary.org, and our social media for updates on our closures and our openings and our hours. And now Shannon is going to tell you all about some of our upcoming language conversation groups. Hi everybody, my name is Shannon. I'm the international librarian over at Novi, and I'm here to talk quickly about our international language conversation groups. So Novi Public Library currently has six international language conversation groups five of which are currently being run virtually. We have English, which is not currently being run, French, German, Japanese, Korean, and Spanish. All sessions are run by a native speaker and anyone is welcome to attend. We invite you to come register and check us out. Feel free to send me an email or give me a phone call if you have any questions. Thanks so much. Hi. I'm Leah, the Technology Assistant at the Novi Public Library, and I'd like to tell you about the Fellows Laminator and our iCube Makerspace. With this machine, you can quickly and easily laminate letter-sized items. 5 mil laminating sheets to use with the machine are available for purchase at the second floor information desk for 25 cents a page. We hope to see you in our iCube Makerspace soon. Our main segment today, Katie and Sarah are here to talk about own voices. I will let them explain it because they're going to be much better at it than I. So, Well, first of all, I can let you guys know real quick just what own voices is. Um, this is a hashtag movement that basically started on Twitter. Um, and it's a literary movement and sort of a call to hear more multicultural stories, but from the point of the view the author being of that same point of view as the characters. And so the main difference here, like we know what a diverse book is. A, di a diverse book is going to be featuring characters, specifically main characters, that don't identify in the traditional you know, sense that we see in most of the history of literature. So non-white characters, non-male. Um, non so we want to see like female authors, female characters, and then also um, non-straight, not, ne not necessarily Christian. So just getting away from sort of this traditional identity that we see for most of literature and um, from a different perspective, then you have a diverse book. But what makes it own voices is that the author also represents that same group that's being represented. So for example, if you have a book that uh, features Korean American characters, it would be written by a Korean American author. And that's what makes something own voices. And can you talk about why that's important, not just from a, you know, this isn't just some gesture, but why is it really, what does it drive home for the audience? Yes, definitely. So, of course, um, we need diverse books. We need different perspectives. Um, most of us know why. It's because in order to have a deeper and fuller understanding of the world, you want to hear different perspectives, different voices. Um, there's so much more to gain from looking through other people's eyes, looking through different cultures and uh, perspectives of the world. And so of course, um, diversity is a big part of that. And we want to see that in the books we're reading. But what is really so important about own voices is that 
uh, you can't truly tell a story um, about a different perspective or a new story or different story when you don't identify in that world as well. You could, I mean, you can write a story about a different world than your own, but you're not really going to be able to embody and have this truly like rich and full um, representation of what that is if you don't identify as that yourself. And that is why own voices is so important because a book about Korean American characters is going to be uh, a much richer and fuller representation of what that actually means. And it's gonna really hit harder if it's coming from a Korean American themselves. Because of course they're going to know, like how could anyone else, you know, you can write that story still, but it's not gonna have that same impact. There's a place for that creativity, of course, and imagination, um, but there's just going to be something a bit fuller and richer about having it told by someone who has lived that. And um, so that is really part of why that's so important. Now, Katie, you gave a great uh, presentation to the fellow staff and there was a line in there, something about mirrors and um, sliding doors. Um, can you explain yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. So there's this quote um, from, uh, let me pull up the name here. They're back in the 1990s. It's a quote from Dr. Rudine Sims Bishop about how books should be um, both windows, mirrors, and sliding glass doors. Um, not necessarily all at the same time, but that books as a whole should provide those three different things. Um, and what that means is that um, a book, book should be mirrors. So some of the books we read should be mirrors. We wanna be able to see ourselves in them. Um, some books should be windows where we see, you know, through something else, through the pages, um, into somebody else's life, into a different perspective. Um, but then also books should be provide sliding glass doors. And what that means is you're kind of stepping through that window into a whole new world and discovering something new. Um, and that those sort of three distinctions um, is where own voices is so important because if we just have the traditional story, if we just have this one narrative that's constantly being told, um, we're not gonna have that. I mean, it's a window or not a window, it's a mirror for you know a lot of people, but not everybody. And that's why it's so important that we have own voices titles and have diverse titles um, because it's important for everyone to be able to see themselves, not just you know the 65% of the population that's white or you know whatever percent that identifies as straight or Christian or, or anything like that. Um, we have a very diverse world, a diverse nation. So we should all be able to see ourselves in books and in literature. And what have you and the library been working on to support the Own Voices movement? Well, so far, um, we've been, you know, finding ways to kind of promote these books more. Um, there are, uh, have been a, so many awesome Own Voices titles that have come out just in the last year or two, in 2019 and 2020. Um, some really fantastic ones. There's a new book called Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno Garcia. Um, that one is really looks so fantastic. Lots of really high reviews there. It's sort of a more horror mystery type style book. Um, and then They're There by Tommy Orange. I think that was last year. That was 2019. But that has been just a huge, huge book as well. Um, so finding ways to kind of highlight those for our guests and, and people who may not come across these own voices titles normally in sort of the books they read or, or what, wherever they're looking for recommendations. Um, so we've had some displays 
unknown voices, both in our children's section and in the adult section. And then we put together some book lists as well. Um, I believe those are going to be available on our website soon um, for people kind of specifically looking for own voices. And what else have you learned in your research and work on this topic? I think what has stood out the most to me, um, something that's just very important about this, and, and it kind of goes off of what I was just explaining about what the library has done so far. Um, it's important to not just have a book list that's own voices and have one display that's own voices and then kind of call yourself done with this work. Um, I think it's important that we start embracing these stories in every way that we can with our jobs. And so finding a way to have all of our book lists and all of our displays feature own voices titles along with everything else. You know, it's not just about having them in their own little category. It's about bringing them into everything else we do so that they're newly discovered. Because again, if, for example, if I have a display of new mystery or new thriller books and the only perspective that's shared there is this sort of traditional narrative. Um, I'm not doing justice to all these different stories that can be told. And it also means people aren't going to be discovering all those amazing other voices within that genre that are out there. Um, so along with the work we've already done at the library, I'd really love to see us um, embrace own voices even more and just pull it into every display we do and every list and um, find a way to be recommending these titles all the time because they are just amazing new stories and they deserve to be highlighted and to be spotlighted so people can find them. Well, thank you so much, Katie, for sharing all the wonderful information about the Own Voices movement and what the Novi Library is doing with that. Is there anything else you want to share with us today? I'm excited because I think up next we have a little Book Bites recording that I did of one of our new Own Voices titles. So I'd love for you guys to hear that. Hi everyone, once again, this is Katie bringing you this week's Book Bites, a chance for us to share with you a book that has caught our eye. And of course, this week I had to share a new Own Voices title. You Had Me at Ola by Alexis Daria is an upbeat rom-com set in the world of telenovelas. The book features two Latinx soap opera stars flung together on a new show who are forced to conjure up some chemistry on set in order to save their individual careers. For fans of hit TV show Jane the Virgin or The Kiss Quotient by Helen Huang, make sure to check out You Had Me at Ola if you love romance in your reading. That's all for this week's Book Bites. Talk to you later. But before we finish up here, um, why don't we just start sharing uh, what we've been reading, watching, listening to, uh, lately. Uh, how about Katie? I'll let you start. Sure. The book I've been reading for the last couple of weeks now, it's taken me a little bit longer just because I've been busy. Um, really fantastic new book and it's won some awards this year, I think. It's called The Glass Hotel by Emily St. John Mandel. And I'm actually reading it for one of Novi Library's book clubs that we're having next week. So um, I'm looking forward to getting to talk to, to some other readers about it then. Um, I'm reading American Street by <clears throat> E.B. Zoboy. It is found on Hoopla, and it definitely fits the own voices theme. Awesome. Um, I've not been doing a ton of reading. However, I have been reading for the first time, believe it or not, the Harry Potter series. What? Uh, highly recommended to me. 
by several people. So I feel like I'm late to the game, but I'm finally joining the the Harry Potter bandwagon. That's exciting. <laughs> so which one are you on? I have the fourth one, which I forget what it's called, but I have that one on hold. So, and then I've actually seen a couple of good movies recently too. Um, seemed like for a while there, the movie releases were slow going, but now they're slowly starting to come out. There's this movie that came out on Hulu around Thanksgiving. It's called The Happiest Season. And it's a great feel-good, funny, heartwarming uh, Christmas rom-com. So I highly recommend that you check that one out. Yeah, I've just been catching up on some old episodes of 30 Rock. Mm, Nice. All right. Well, that concludes uh, today's episode. We want to thank you for joining us. Be sure to check out this, this episode anywhere you can get podcasts. And so we hope to inform you. We hope to inspire you. And we hope to include you. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone.